Let me read to you from ye old Wikipedia. Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, or Bacon's Law, is a parlor game where players challenge each other to choose an actor and connect them to another actor through a film that the actors have appeared in together, repeating this process to try to find the shortest path that ultimately leads to prolific American actor Kevin Bacon. It rests on the assumption that anyone involved in the film industry can be linked through their film roles to Bacon within six steps. The game's name is a reference to six degrees of separation, a concept that posits that any two people on Earth are six or fewer acquaintance links apart. So if I'm not in the film industry, and you're not in the film industry, but I've met Kevin Bacon, and you've listened to this podcast, that means you're two or maybe even one degree from Kevin Bacon, right? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I'm going to do a little magic trick for you. First, I experience terrible, horrible, no good, very bad things that happen to entrepreneurs everywhere. And then I snap my fingers and turn those experiences into the best stories, the craziest anecdotes, and learning lessons for you to hear. How do I create all that magic? I'm a serial entrepreneur, a coach, and a speaker who runs the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, at branding, and at sales. Is that you? Then join us at FoundingMoms.com. This week, I'm going to remind you that celebrities, they're just like us. We can learn a lot from our assumptions about those people, because, what do you know, they're people like us, too. I've run into my fair share of celebrities over the years. Do I keep track of it all? Of course I do. Just like you would. When I lived in Los Angeles, I kept a list of famous people's license plates once I spotted one, just in case I parked near them again in the future. I once sat next to Alan Greenspan at a wedding who fell asleep during the ceremony and not knowing that it was Alan Greenspan couldn't figure out why everyone was staring at me which led to a severe bout of paranoia. You know that first episode of this here podcast was all about the note I wrote to Paul Rudd about his early days as a DJ which got me into a bit of hot water on a late-night talk show. I've shared my run-ins with you about Gwen Stefani, Emily Blunt, Rosie O'Donnell, and Jason Bateman. But this one's about Kevin Bacon. If you're older than my kids, you know that Kevin Bacon is really famous. Like, the most famous. Oh, yeah. Here's how famous... I'm going to keep reading from the Wicks, because I'll bet you don't know his most famous origin story. In a January 1994 interview with Premier Magazine, Kevin Bacon mentioned that he had worked with everybody in Hollywood or someone who's worked with them. Following this, a lengthy newsgroup thread titled, Kevin Bacon is the Center of the Universe, appeared. Then, three Albright College students invented the game that became known as Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon after seeing two movies on television that featured Kevin Bacon back-to-back. 
They began to speculate how many movies Bacon had been in and the number of people with whom he'd worked. They wrote a letter to talk show host Jon Stewart, telling him that Kevin Bacon was the center of the entertainment universe and explained the game. They subsequently appeared on The Jon Stewart Show and The Howard Stern Show with Bacon to explain the game. Then came their book, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. And what followed that was a board game. A board game. Kevin Bacon is so famous that I did what any lowly earthly peon would do. I figured, as I do with all celebs, that if I ever bumped into him in real life, I wouldn't be able to go near him. I wouldn't be able to look him in the eyes. I mean, hello, he's Kevin Bacon. A few years ago, as I was walking into a family member's wedding ceremony in California, I turned around to hold the door for my dad and in walked Kevin Bacon. Oh, no. Let's just say I learned a lot that day. That day, I learned that Kevin has a big, wide smile, and he smiled it right at me as he walked past me, and I did what any earthly being would do. I half smiled back as I tried quickly to avert my gaze. I got all flustered and nervous, and I forgot about my dad, let go of the door, and heard him walk right into it. It was a really big wedding. I couldn't quite see where Kevin was sitting, and I didn't dare look. But the reception was a whole different story. That day, I learned that Kevin has pretty sweet dance moves. If you've seen him in Footloose, or pretty much any movie, Instagram reel, or talk show appearance. The man likes to dance. And dance he did. He moves like Jagger. He was on that dance floor for a lot of the reception, and he was breaking it down. Did I mention that it was my job to find and hire the band for this wedding? I'd convinced my family to bring a band to California from Chicago, a brilliant soul band who asked me at one point to sing a song with them, which I did. And as I walked off the stage, who was standing in front of me with arms wide open, waiting for a huge hug? Kevin wrapped his arms around me and told me that he really enjoyed the performance. Was this a lie? We'll never know. He pulled his wife and kids over to congratulate me too. And I could swear, I think they meant it. None of that fake Hollywood BS you hear about. They were for real. That day, I learned that I judged Kevin the way that so many of us judge people even before we walk into a room. You might not be going to weddings attended by famous people, but you are going to places with people in the room. People that you manufacture stories about in advance. People whose assumptions you prejudge and whose stories you pre-reject before you even enter a space with them. It's a protection mechanism that helps to arm you with the courage to walk through those doors and makes you believe that you can avoid being misjudged. But we can fine tune our abilities to receive people as they are. We can learn how to stay open and warm, just as we would once we got to know them. It doesn't have to be a scary world. And I know for a fact that scary people don't live in it. The world is merely populated by adult-sized children, terrified of judgment. The day you can withhold yours is the day that you'll be free. 
you don't write, why not do both? Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message there. That way I can talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Kevin Bacon, Aaron Rice, and Lindsay Obermeyer for making this podcast with me. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.